It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you Raymond in Buffalo, Maria in Miami, and Jules and Troy. Taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Monday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today on a busy Monday. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it going, man? It's fantastic. It's, it's been a while. It's Transfer Portal Monday. Yes. It's it's Coaching Search Monday. It's 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 Speculation Monday. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic... This is the best Monday ever. It's a It's been an eventful couple hours here just in the college football world. Transfer portal season. Transfer portal season, you have the the watching of planes leaving airports and mm. and private jets. It's plane, watch, plane season. watch season. Happer's favorite. Yes. And then you have obviously the big news with Lincoln Riley, Washington just hired um Fresno State Fresno State's offensive, offensive, coordinator offensive coordinator who at Washington. And so there there's a lot of news there that's kind of getting swept under the rug. Uh, because of Lincoln Riley and everything going on at Oklahoma. Just in the last three minutes, they've lost two four-stars, Oklahoma, a defensive lineman, Derek Moore, and a f- offensive guard, Demetrius Hunter. They lost three or four five-stars yesterday. For the, for the 2023 class. Yes. Uh, the number two quarterback, the number one running back, and the number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, we're going to talk. So this is kind of how the show is going to be laid out. I don't want to skip over Nebraska, Iowa. I don't want to. I have some thoughts on Nebraska finishing the season three and nine, which hasn't happened in a while. I I have thoughts on that. I have thoughts on their recruiting. Um, that I want to get Rico's opinion as well as your guys' opinion. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line. Um, both of those are open for you. But here in here in about two minutes. We're going to talk to Chris Plank of the Sooners Radio Network, who we actually talked to before uh, Nebraska played Oklahoma back in September. We're going to talk to him just for 10 minutes or so because I I kind of texted Rico this. After the Lincoln-Riley news came out yesterday, and it was a dumpster fire, it felt like, down in Norman because people down there were saying that nobody had any idea that that was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, It it was coming across like the the assistants that were going to go with him didn't know what was going on, but obviously... You can you can you can debunk that thought. Say say um, what you will. Yeah, because you're not they going went to with him on a plane to USC six they, hours after. But they didn't know that he was leaving. Whatever, exactly. whatever you want to say. Uh, the players apparently didn't know until there was a meeting called, and the meeting started late, mm-hmm. which meant that they were on social media and saw that their coach was leaving before he had a chance to tell them. Yeah, um, which is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, recruits didn't know. 
Uh, well, and, and there's a lot of rumors out there, and that's why I kind of wanted Chris. But I texted Rico yesterday after that was all going on, and I said, should we get somebody on? And we're like, yeah, because we, <laughs> we want to know how bad it is. And as a Nebraska fan, you want to hear about how bad a team like or a program like Oklahoma is down oh, bad. Yeah. I, was, I was in the car on my way back from Thanksgiving, and I just get you know my phone lights up, and, and Rachel looks at my phone. She goes, oh, Lincoln Riley's leaving Oklahoma. And I go, mm, LSU. And she goes, Nope. And I was like, wait, what? She goes, he's going to USC. Yeah, and that's the crazy... Like, wait a minute. That, that's the crazy thing about it. We'll, we'll give uh, Chris Plank a call here in about 30 seconds, but that's the craziest thing about it, is it felt like it was all kind of just done for after he debunked the thought that he was going to LSU. And that's kind of how it... That's the, that's the picture that was portrayed throughout Norman, it felt like, is that they weren't too concerned about it because LSU was their main threat. That's what that's the read that I got, and we can ask Chris about that here shortly. So we're going to talk to him in here in a couple minutes, and then obviously, I'm sure you guys have heard, we've talked about it a little bit today, Mickey Joseph is a name that's been brought up. Uh, we, we're getting texts on the text line about questioning his ability to recruit. So we'll look at the, the recruits that he's gotten all time at LSU. There's some pretty impressive names uh, that he was able to haul in for the Tigers there. We get this Eric and Lincoln says, what a snake Lincoln Riley is. Watch him be at USC for four years and then go to the NFL. That That's an interesting little little point, but I don't know how much we'd consider Lincoln Riley being a snake. And and I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about the, the Sooners fans in that way either. Um, but I guess that's a, that's a good good place to bring in Chris Plank of the Sooners Radio Network. Chris, first of all, I know it's been a busy couple days, so I appreciate you taking the time for us uh, for a little bit here. But I, I guess let's just start with a, with a general question. What's the mood like down in Norman right now? Well, um, I, you, there's like the stages of, of grief, mm-hmm. right? And there is this, there's anger and there is, you know, there's reasoning that goes into it. And there's like the joy of the moment. I don't even know if we really kick-started that process, but but I think there is still a lot of optimism about who's next, you know, mm-hmm. and in any situation, that's how you've got to be, right? If you just sit around and you lament losing a guy and, and some transfers, then you're going to be miserable as a college football fan more often than not. So mm-hmm. it's disappointing. It's frustrating. In fact, I'm sitting here in the parking lot of the stadium getting ready to go in for a press conference where the president ad and bob stoops are going to speak but you know oklahoma's got to move on they've got a they've got a 2022 recruiting class they've got to put to bed um they've got to find who's going to lead this program and they've got to get ready for the future which is not going to be easy in the sec so while fans can sit on twitter and fight and complain mm-hmm. and i don't I, I, whatever twitter spaces they're com- complaining about on they go <laughs> do it that's fine but Eventually, at some point, you got to move on to that next phase, and this athletic department has. Now, I don't, I don't want to touch on on any of the rumors really that, that haven't been really substantiated. But how much no, of the, <laughs> a little yeah. bit of that, you yeah. know, yeah, a absolutely. couple other coaches, <laughs> some other things that have been thrown out there. But how much of a concern is it that this twenty twenty two class uh, is going to lose a lot more, pl- uh, a lot more kids, and that uh, some of them might be following him to USC? Sure, I mean, listen. Uh, the reality is that you look at it and you think, if you want to be an angry fan, right, was this guy, you say, wow, spending Oklahoma's money to recruit guys to yeah. USC. Right? That's, a, yeah. that's the angry fan mindset. Well, sure there is. You know, there's a lot of really, really good players that they had signed. You know, the, the hope is, the hope is that some of those guys that were responsible for bringing you know, them to Oklahoma might still be around, like at the Marco Murray. 
Uh, unfortunately, the guy responsible for the program over the last five years is gone. Um, so, you know, you hang your hat on maybe being able to save a few guys, but I think for the most part, you got to look at it as, as a bit of a reboot and something that either you recover the next recruiting period with your new head coach and maybe be able to save some of those 20, 23 guys, but, oh, no, no, it's going to be a next show for those in his 20, uh, for those who want to try to find some positives in his next uh, class, which, by the way, signing day, what, two weeks away, so it makes it even more urgent to get it done now. Yeah, what, what do you think the time frame for this is? Are we looking, like, in the next couple days for, for I mean, ideally, I'm sure it's as soon as possible, like you said, but what's a realistic time frame for, for you guys to find a new head coach? I think soon. I would say two weeks. I would say that if this thing isn't wrapped up by next Friday, then it's big time concern. I Oklahoma, if if I if I know what Joe Castiglione has done historically, Oklahoma is not a place that offers someone without expecting them to take the job. So this isn't going to be the the kind of job where there's like. Well, they offered so-and-so, and he said no. And they offered so-and-so, and he said no. And, mm-hmm. again, I, maybe that's semantics, right, you know, to where they, oh, they, they talked about a contract structure, but they couldn't come to an agreement, but they never truly offered him, right? So you could, you could battle the semantics of that. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be quick. I really do. I, I think it's going to be something that's going to be done in the short term. I think it has to be. I know that there's the understanding that you're not going to be able to save this entire recruiting class. I know that, and you're not going to. But they're going to want to get someone in here quick because it's not just these dudes that are committed. It's that roster of guys they want to show, hey, we're committed with this dude to set the tone for years and years to come of this program. So you're not just recruiting the class that's going to hopefully sign in two weeks or the 2023 class. Guys, you know, you're recruiting those guys on the roster, and they got to keep them around too. We're spe- specifically Caleb Williams. <laughs> We're speaking to Chris Plank of the Sooners Radio Network. That was that was where I was going to go next. You know, the guys on the current roster, how, you know, I'm, I'm asking you more about concerns, but how much of a concern is it that many of those guys, uh, not not following him to USC, but just leaving the program in the wake of, of you know, the head coach and, and many of the assistants leaving? Oh, sure. I mean, that's going to that's gonna be a major issue, right? And that's where you need, that's where you hope that having a Bob Stoops to serve as the interim coach helps stabilize that a bit. You know, you, you know, Bob is now the day-to-day coach of the Sooners. You know, he's, he's game planning with them. He's calling and talking to recruits. He's, he's the interim coach. So in putting Bob Stoops in that position, you hope with a Hall of Famer that you're able to say, hey, listen, I'm going to be around here. We're going to do what we can to get it right. That's your hope. Now, that's a hard sell when the other dude just left and is probably calling you from that same place in a roundabout way and saying, hey, if you want to come to SC, this roster out here is dog, and you can play right away. So it's going to be a very interesting battle of who stays and who goes, and it's one that started, right? There's Oklahoma can't wait until a coach gets in here. This is a fight that they've, they've had to start going after right now. And, you know, again, you know, you hear some of the rumors out there that they've got a deal in place with certain people. I don't think that's true yet. I don't think we'd be doing this press conference in 45 minutes if it was true that the deal was already done. But they have confidence, and I have confidence that it's still a job that people would want to come and, and play for and, and want to come uh, – that people would want to come and work at and, and a place you can get players to come play for. 
We're, we're speaking to Chris Plank here uh, of Sooners Radio Network, also part of Sports Talk 1400 down in Norman. Chris, I, I need to ask, I'm, I'm just curious, were you surprised? Were you shocked that, yes. that he yes. left? Yeah. Um, you know, we, uh, I, I'm a sideline guy on the radio. Yeah. And so post-game, we're doing in-person interviews, but they're a little bit different. They're a little spaced out. So after every game, we talk to Coach. And Saturday night, it was late. I think it was maybe close to like 1130 or so. Coach comes in after the Bedlam loss. We do our interview. His wife, Caitlin, and his youngest daughter were there, too. And it wasn't like a private place. You know, it was Mm -hmm. a walkway. And so he went in to do another presser, and Caitlin and Sloan stayed out there with us while we just kind of went through the rest of our interviews. And about that time was when the report, he was asked, hey, uh, and said, I'm not going to LSU. And we kind of joked with his wife, like, you got to be happy this is over, that no one's going to be bugging me about it. And I mean, I'm not kidding, guys. Like a genuine look of relief, like finally. And I'm tired of getting all these Mm. questions. You know, so, I I mean, I thought we were all good. Yeah. You know, I thought it was, you know, Hot Rod Lincoln for 2022 and beyond. Take that LSU. He's not going anywhere. And then you have off the top rope USC. I mean, I've, I've told this story a couple of times. We were set to do a lot of assistant coach interviews on Sunday. So uh, I got, you know, the, the schedule was I'm going to start doing the interviews at 2, and we're going to be done by 4, and we're going to talk to every assistant coach, and we're going to talk about the off season. We're going to talk about, you know, they're just basically a recap show. And I got a phone call at 1.30 that said, hey, coaches don't have to be in for a while, so we're pushing everything back. And then that was followed up with a text of, hey, we're moving everything to Monday. Now, again, this is before anything with the announcement had taken place. It was just give them a little extra time. And, oh, by the way, we lost, so they want to wait and do it where they can have a day. Yeah. Ten minutes later, he's off to USC. So <laughs> that's how blindsided everyone was. I'm, the, the host of their coaches show was sitting on the set waiting for Lincoln to show up to tape the coaches show, and he never did. Hmm. So everybody was blindsided by this. Everyone was shocked. If anyone says that they knew anything about it, Nobody did outside of Lincoln Riley, his agent, Mike Bone, and whatever their trusted inner circle is there at USC because it's one of the best-kept secrets I've ever seen in my life. A couple more here before we let you go, Chris. Chris Plank of Sooners Radio Network here with us before um, Oklahoma, the the upper arms, start talking in at, at 3 o'clock here today. I, I guess, do you think he'll do a good job at USC? Do you think it's a good fit? Sure, yeah. Um, I think he's going to do a great job. I think he's a great coach. Now, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, what the expectation level becomes because, I mean, come on, you guys, you guys can speak to this better than anyone, right? You make a, what you think is a home run higher, <laughs> yep. and that first year it's like, eh, okay, we, we see the light. And then if, if you don't see that light that second year, suddenly becomes, what in the hell is going on here? And <laughs> I, I can't help but wonder if that's even, you know, accelerated for him because of what we perceive his pay is going to be and what we see are the players he's bringing in. So I think he's going to do a great job. But, you know, USC fans are not engaged right now. He starts winning a little bit, gets them engaged. Then what happens if there is a backslide or if they struggle a little bit? I think that, you know, part of the why Lincoln Riley is there, and this is just me, I don't think he felt appreciated. I don't. Now, that's not from administration. That might be from the fans. Mm-hmm. I think he looked at it and said, I'm 9-0, and I'm 10-1, and and I'm answering questions about why it's a disappointment, and I have these issues working against me, and I have to go to the SEC, and fans can't be happy. They're going to crush me. 
they're going to crush me whenever I'm not, you know, undefeated in the SEC. I think that factored into it. But that doesn't mean he's not a competitor. That doesn't mean he doesn't like a challenge. I think he's going to do a great job out there. And there's going to be some fun recruiting battles between USC and Oregon for top flight talent on that West Coast. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. But, no, I, I think he's going to be great. All right, you've got Bob Soups as the interim head coach right now. You know, the, there might be some people that are thinking, yeah, just give him the head coaching job, whatever. But how how upset was Bob Soups? I mean, he he handed this job to he handed this job to him, and and Lincoln Riley kind of you know sat on it for five years and then just just dipped. How how upset was was the Hall of Famer? Um, we're. We're, we're guided by FCC guidelines, so let me go ahead and choose my words carefully. Not happy. <laughs> not happy. But, but in the same vein, he kind of gets that what good will it do for me to sit here and, you know, show my disappointment in Lincoln Riley. You know, it's just, it's not, I'm sure it's something that has been hashed out behind closed doors, but it doesn't benefit anyone publicly. Now, I, I say that, and... You know, again, I'm walking up to a press conference where he could drop an atom bomb Mm -hmm. and just kind of verbal one, of course, Mm -hmm. just kind of blow everyone away. So I don't think that's going to happen. This is I mean, hell, Oklahoma let Lincoln release his own statement right about how much he appreciated and enjoyed his time at Oklahoma. But I'll tell you what he is. um, Bob Stoops gave the keys to this ride to Lincoln Riley. He was this handpicked guy. And when someone leaves a destination job, after five years, it's very, very hurtful and frustrating. There, you know, there had never been a coach that left Oklahoma for another job in, since, I think, like the 40s. And that dude mm-hmm. left for Maryland, and he was replaced by Bud Wilkinson. So it's just it's a, it's a different world whenever you're not used to it. A lot of people have to deal with it, right? Uh, a lot of programs have to deal with this. It's just not something that's happened at Oklahoma. So frustrations, hurt feelings, but I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what this uh, leadership at Oklahoma has to say coming up at 3 o'clock. All right, Chris, we'll uh, we'll let you go. Once again, appreciate the time. I know it's been a busy couple days, and it's only getting busier for you guys as you uh, navigate a new head coach coming to Norman. So we appreciate the time. Appreciate it. And if you guys want the real dirt, get Jessica Cootie on. She knows it all. <laughs> Have a great day, and I'll talk to you guys again soon. Right, see you, see you Chris. Talk to you soon. That is Chris Plank of the Sooners Radio Network uh, here. Appreciate him joining us. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Talking about Bob Stoops and not being happy. I can only imagine the conversation between Bob Suits and Lincoln Riley after mm-hmm. Lincoln told him, hey, Bob, I'm going to USC. I'm heading out. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for handing me the keys to this juggernaut that you built. But uh, I'm going to the West Coast. Yeah, it's it's going to be There's interesting. gold in them, their hills. It'll be interesting to see how he does. And and like Chris said, the, the expectations. It'll be very um, something to keep the eye on. Because also Oklahoma, they come in to Nebraska next year, September 17th, with a new coach. Could be a new quarterback as Spencer Rattler's already entered the portal. We're still waiting to see what Caleb Williams decides to do. I mean, that's a very um, that's a very interesting point, saying that the new coach, whoever it is, they need to get it quick. Because they have to recruit not only new guys, but they need to recruit the roster. I mean, Nebraska fans, you guys know it, but as well as anybody the last 10 years. I mean, you have to recruit that roster mm-hmm. and, and prevent as much attrition as as possible. I mean, it's different when your coach gets fired as opposed to yeah. your coach just straight up leaving you. Uh, I feel like you know players might take one uh, one a certain way. Well, 
players might be hurt more by one than the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, I mean, you're losing the guy who who brought you in, the guy who you you love playing for, or else you wouldn't, you know, probably wouldn't be there. Uh, so it's it's going to be a, a struggle. It's a tightrope that Oklahoma's walking right now. But like he said, having Bob Stoops as your interim head coach does not hurt. It does provide some stability there. Um, knowing having a guy that knows the program as good as anybody down in Norman. And once again, what's last... Big Noon going to do? Is he just not doing oh, Big Noon? Probably not. I mean, I think how they, they handled after uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. So I what will be interesting, like, I was very intrigued and interested in his answer about being surprised when it, it was a bombshell. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody saw this coming. And that's what makes this so fascinating in my eyes is because nobody saw it coming. USC, Lincoln Riley, they all kept it a, a, a giant super, secret. Super he just, close to the he, best. Chris just talked about talking to talking to Lincoln's wife yep. before before six hours before it got and announced. Just looking so relieved, like you yeah. know, oh, I bet you're glad this is all over with. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's fantastic. Nobody's gonna ask you me any questions. But here we are. In less than 24 hours, we're going to USC. He and played just, it. He played it so well when when the question was being asked. He just said, "I'm not going to LSU. Yeah. That's it." It's he didn't say, you know, I'm staying at Oklahoma, I'm not leaving, this is a great prayer. He just said, I'm not going to LSU. I mean, yeah. he didn't lie. He did not. All right, that's enough Oklahoma talk for today. When we come back, Nebraska, they finished 3-9, and nine, lost in a devastating way once again to Iowa. We'll talk about it. We'll get our thoughts out next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.